Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg, that's me, ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hi, everybody. Peter Greenberg here. Last week, I asked you to send me your email questions and problems to peter at petergreenberg.com so I could respond. And boy, did you. I got tons of them here. I'm going to try to answer them right now. And again... If you're just watching and haven't sent them in, it's peter at petergreenberg.com. Here's one from Dan Browner writes, uh, I had a trip scheduled to go to Honduras April 3rd to 10th on, on United. The trip has been canceled and United will not refund the $770 airfare. What am I going to do about it? Well, here's the deal. You're not alone. United is desperate to hold on to their cash. They're trying to give you a voucher that you can use for the next year. And even then, if you don't use it, they'll refund your money then. Hey, they're not a bank. Where's your interest? They're not about to hold on to your money. This is what you got to do. Get on the phone with them and let them know this is not right. Get on the phone with the Department of Transportation Office of Consumer Affairs. It's not right. And if they still don't answer and they still don't give you what you want, just wait. This is going to be my advice going uh, through many of these letters because they're going to have to change this policy, especially if they're getting a $50 billion bailout. That money is not theirs. That money is yours. You didn't cancel the flight, they did. Here's one from Gary Chester, another question. We have tickets for May 10th with Emirates Air, JFK to Milan. Uh, we've canceled our Airbnb reservation with no problem and already got the refund. Okay, uh, but the airline is not answering us. We tried waiting, asking for a call back, nothing going to happen, we want a full refund. Okay, same advice. By the way, Emirates just announced today they're canceling all their flights worldwide. You didn't cancel, they did. Once again, it's your money. Same, same advice I gave to Dan Brown. Here's one from Doria Gomez. She said, I am a travel advisor in Tampa. More power to you, darling. Uh, as you know, I've been doing nothing but canceling my clients' trips. Every airline and tour company wants to hold the client's money for a future trip. Uh, I had two clients that I'm particularly worried about and want to advise them the best way I have. Uh, I have a client who bought business class tickets on Lufthansa to Florence, Italy, her grandmother had rented a villa in Tuscany to celebrate her 80th birthday, June 29th. This will be canceled. And they won't, they're not going to use a voucher. They just want them, they spent $17,000 for the tickets. I booked them through a consolidator. Well, there's a problem right there. You think if I had her write a letter to customer service at Lufthansa, they might refund her. In most of these cases, 
the airline will revert back to the travel agency to say they have to they have to actually process the refund. So it's not about having the grandmother write the consolidator. You write the consolidator. And by the way, copy me, Peter at PeterGreenberg.com. Uh, she has a second question. Same problem. Uh, you know, they're they're offering a voucher for a future trip to a trip to Portugal. This is wrong. We do not live in the world of vouchers. All right. This is the airlines desperately trying to hold on to cash. I understand why, but look, they made $35 billion last year in ancillary fees that had nothing to even do with travel, right? Ticket change fees, rebooking fees, baggage fees. They were rolling in money. Why should this be your fault? It's not. We're all in this together, but this is the time for them to do the right thing. Again, it's Peter at PeterGreenberg.com. When you write to TAP or you write to that ticket consolidator, copy me. Here's one from Richard Mangalt who writes, uh, I had a cruise to Southampton on April 17th this year. I'm certain the cruise will be canceled. Yes, it will. Uh, and uh, we have hotels in France and in Bath. Uh, both were booked as non-refundables. Let me explain non-refundable. Non-refundable means if you don't show up, you lose it. Or... If you want to rebook it under the old days, whether it's an airfare or hotel, you may get some value back minus a change fee. But when they're the ones who cancel, this is not your problem. And if you can't get there because the airline's not flying or the cruise ship's not operating, you have standing in my book. Every one of these letters has the exact same response from me, but I wanted you to hear it from me. Here's one from Ron Krauss. I am a Marriott Vacation Club owner with a hybrid plan for other points and, and for either points or my deeded week in Aruba. I use the points to reserve two weeks in Hawaii for my daughter's honeymoon starting April 19th because you could trade locations, right? Uh, of course, Hawaii is now closed to travelers. Same thing. Did you close Hawaii? No, they closed Hawaii. So you need either your money back or your points back to be applied somewhere else. And if Marriott's not going to do it, let me know the exact, when I'm asking you guys to write them and copy me, you guys have to be good reporters. I need the reservation numbers, the dates, the times, the first and the last name of anybody you talk to and their title, okay? Uh, here's one from Karen Scott. Uh, have you heard of Olivia Travel? It's a company that charters cruise ships, usually Holland America Line and resorts and, and fills them up with women. Olivia's a great story, by the way, about gay and lesbian travel and how they turned an entire industry around which, by the way, they've done successfully for so many years. Uh, I have a reservation on a cruise with them that sails from San Diego on April 23rd and was scheduled to conclude in Vancouver on April 29th. Olivia is telling us that Hal is sailing and has given us three choices. Yeah, Hal is sailing today, right? In their book, Hal is going to sail on April 23rd. I will now bet my career that that ship is not sailing April 23rd. It's not. They just don't want to tell you that yet because they're trying to keep their options open. So in situations like this, even though the, the travel agency is giving you a choice, don't take any choice yet. Wait till we get closer to that sailing date when the choice is going to be much more beneficial to you. Okay? Now, here's one I, I need some, uh, some explanation. This is from uh, Gord Campbell. He saw my post uh, on uh, March 11th in which I talked about the power of travel and why we continue to need to travel. And in that post, I said, I wasn't going to tell you how to do your travel. I was going to tell you what I was going to do for my travel. And I was going to continue to travel following the basic personal hygiene protocols that were recommended on March 11th. Obviously, times have changed. But what he said, he finds it a little more than concerning that when you say in this latest video that you're often wrong, and yet in your release on March 11th, 
this being the same day as the World Health Organization declared a pandemic, that I'm wrong and irresponsible. No, that was on March 11th. And I told you what I was going to be doing on March 11th. My next video was posted last Friday. And if you watched it, I was encouraging nobody to travel. So before you tell me that I was being irresponsible, get your dates right. All right, go back and look at it. Look at March 11th and look what I did on March 20th, which was last Friday. You can find that on my website or on Facebook, petergreenberg.com or facebook.com slash petergreenberg. So I hope you understand that travel is news. It's a very fluid situation. And I report on things as they happen, when they happen, and I explain and adjust the information as it happens. The information I gave you on March 11th was completely valid for them. The concepts have never changed and they will never change for me. The advice will change. I'm not traveling, I'm here in New York for the duration. And the same thing happens with what I just posted tonight, which is why I'm posting these every day this week, okay? So I hope you understand. Uh, here's one from Jerome Learman. Uh, I read this on Twitter. Is it true that all the major cruise lines are asking for bailouts from, bailouts from the US government? Yes, that's true. Yet Disney Cruises sails under the Bahamian flag, Celebrity Cruises under the Liberian flag, and Carnival Cruises under the Panamanian flag, all to avoid U.S. taxes and employment law. Well, it's not to avoid all U.S. taxes, but they do sail under what we call flags of convenience. And I said this in my post on Friday. I'll say it again. Of all the proposed bailouts in the travel industry, hotels, airlines, and cruise lines, the one that should be the most difficult to navigate without some serious strings attached is not the airline one, although they need some. It's the cruise line one. Because are they considered essential to the supply line in this country? Are they considered essential to the travel and transportation infrastructure in this country? They're not. They're a floating convenience, uh, an entertainment, a hotel. I love them, by the way. But they have to make a much more substantial argument to justify a bailout, especially one with no strings attached. Uh, and maybe, just maybe, we could even do some work on getting rid of the Jones Act, which would help everybody. I'm not going to get into the Jones Act now. Look it up and email me. I'll explain it on the next one. But bottom line is, you're right to raise that question. Other, one, other folks did too, including uh, Leslie Shaw and so many others. But the bottom line is, watch this space. We're going to look at the airline bailout first, the hotel bailout second, and the cruise line bailout third throughout the rest of this week. Stay with me. My email again is peter at petergreenberg.com. I'll be back with another video because I got a whole lot more emails to answer from you. Hi everybody, Peter Greenberg here back with part two of answering all your emails that I asked you to, to send to me with your problems and questions. Again, my email address is peter at petergreenberg.com. I've got a lot to get through here, so let's do that. Here's one from Annie Lucas who writes, uh, I watched your last post. I've heard that all airlines in the Sabre system shut down agents' ability to process refunds on Friday, March 20th. Well, here's the problem. Everybody's desperate to hold on, on, on to cash. They're not going to make it easy for the agents or for you to get it back. That doesn't mean it's impossible, but it's, look, it's a real problem. And it started way before the coronavirus. You know that. There's something else called holdbacks. What a holdback is, is the process of when I make, make my reservation online or with a travel agent or with anybody, and I use a credit card for payment, that credit card company, whether it's American Express, Discover, MasterCard, Visa, whatever, they take that payment, deduct their commission, this is in principle, and then forward the bulk of that payment 
to the travel provider, the airline, the hotel, the cruise line, the resort, whatever. Well, what happens if that credit card issuer thinks that that travel provider is not on great financial you know, ground right now? Well, most of us book everything in advance. So let's say I book a ticket to go from New York to Los Angeles on May 15th, and I pay today. That credit card issuer might not send that money to the travel provider, and they may hold back and claim to that travel provider that they're not going to pay that money until my flight on May 15th actually takes off. You know what that does to the cash flow of that travel provider? It cripples them and creates a problem in which many of them can't sustain it. They go out of business. Look at Thomas Cook when they went out of business in, in the United Kingdom. Look at Flybe, which just went out of business about two and a half weeks ago. When they went out of business, the holdback number that they weren't getting from the credit card issuers was more than $50 million. We need to look into that. But at some point in the game, the person who should not be left holding the bag is you. So remember, if you're booking, always book with a credit card uh, because if they go out of business and you didn't book with a, with a credit card, you have no standing. Remember, under federal credit laws, if you book a good or service and you don't get it, your rights are protected, especially if you do it within 60 days of the initial purchase. Here's one from Toby Sachin who writes, I booked an Alaska cruise last October for my family of eight adults and five children on Celebrity. We live in Denver. We were scheduled to leave June 28th, 2020. On March 19th, I canceled the bookings. Celebrity has an awesome policy because of coronavirus, and they refunded my entire deposit. All right, let's hear it for Celebrity. I did not yet pay the balance. It would have been due on March 30th. Had I paid the entire amount, I would have had the opportunity to cancel up to two days prior to sailing and receive cruise credit through December 31st of 2021. I thought this showed understanding and generosity on the part of Celebrity. The problem he's having is that in November 2019, he also booked about $6,000 worth of Air Canada air tickets to get to that city in Canada. And Air Canada's normal policy is to issue a credit that will be good for travel for a year from the booking date. In my case, that would have been November 2020. Their updated coronavirus policy says that credit will be good for travel through just December 31st of this year. So they essentially would give me one extra month. Okay, good for you. Priceline claims that they have to, be, to abide by Air Canada's position on refunds and credit. I have not canceled any flights yet in hopes that the policy may improve. You have time here, and that policy may improve. Once again, send me to peter at petergreenberg.com all the particulars here with all the details, confirmation numbers, who you spoke to, their first and last name, their favorite color, their first sexual experience in high school. No, you get the deal. All right? I need details. Uh, here's Linda Brown. She says, I saw your video from Friday. My, oh, this is a very interesting one. My son works for Avis at airport locations. He's 28 years old and just got promoted to an airport manager and is being transferred from his current location in Ontario, California to San Jose, California. He is planning on moving his family up there next weekend and renting a home. I am concerned that within the next week or so, he'll be laid off. He, like others his age, believes he's, he's invincible, don't we all? And this is not going to happen. Do you have any thoughts? Well, think about this. If the airlines, and by the way, I have no crystal ball here, but I'm just basing this on common sense. If the airlines have cut back their entire domestic service, if hotels are, are basically closing down uh, and rooms are being scarce, uh, what's going to happen? It's domestic travel. People will drive to these locations. They won't fly. And they'll need a car. And they'll need a rental car. And when business comes back, they're going to need more rental cars. So if I were gambling here, and let's face it, we're rolling the dice, all of us, 
I'd say he's probably going to still have his job. It may be tough for a while, but the rental car company is going to be strong just for local traffic alone, not to mention business travel. That would be my guess. Uh, here's one from William Heller in Junction City, Oregon. I bought two tickets round trip to, to London from Seattle for nearly $2,000 and a hotel in London for about $3,200 uh, back in December. Uh, and he bought a $5,000 insurance policy from one of the travel providers. Uh, since these purchases were all done before the virus showed up, am I still covered? I hope I've given you enough information. Well, there's only going to be one way to find out. First of all, I have to ask the bad question. Did you ever read the policy language? I know, it's hieroglyphics. I know. But somebody has to interpret them for you before you ever ever buy the be, be, before you be out, before you ever buy the insurance. Sorry for that. Remember this: when you're buying travel insurance online, you can't even complete your airline transaction unless you opt in or out of the travel insurance question, yes or no. But they don't tell you what you're not covered for. That's on page 28 of the website, and none of us ever get there. So my advice is, even if you want to buy travel insurance. Never buy it from the travel provider themselves, and especially don't buy it online. Go through a travel agent or a travel advisor. Have them interpret the policy language for you as to what you're covered for, but more importantly, what you're not covered for. And the way travel insurance policies are written, it's like a fire insurance policy. You can't get fire insurance after the second floor catches fire. Almost every travel insurance policy I know now has an exclusion in their language right now for pandemic. So if you canceled, before the World Health Organization announced it was a pandemic, you might have standing. If not, I would wait for the either hotel or airline policies to change so you get a full refund without the insurance, not another voucher. Let me know what happens. All right. Here's one uh, from, uh, from Lori Fallon who talks about TAP or Portugal again and how they're not going to give her her money back. Again, Lori, write me to Peter at PeterGamer.com with all the details. I will get into it. Uh, now, the real problem here, and I have email after email after email with the exact same problem. And by the way, this doesn't mean the lesson that we learn here is, buy, is to buy travel insurance, especially if the insurance you're buying has language policy in there that makes it worthless. Why would you do that? So here's the deal. You've got to read the policy language. There's a website, by the way, called insuremytrip.com that can actually interpret the hieroglyphics for you because it's more than just whether or not there's a pandemic. They may have a reason in there for pre-existing medical condition for you or age or all sorts of things that will not allow you to cancel the trip without a penalty. All right, so, and that's regardless of coronavirus. You need to know that. All right, here's one. I just listened to your latest podcast. My husband and I are scheduled to sail. Oh, this is from, excuse me, Mindy Green in Boulder, Colorado. My husband and I are scheduled to sail in Cunard to, Nor to Norway from London in July. Our last payment is due when we were about to send it, but not sure we can count on a full refund if they cancel the travel. Well, who are you sending the payment to? To a travel agent, or did you book this through Cunard directly? Whoever you book this through, pick up the phone, call them, have them confirm that your rights are protected if you pay the last payment now, should you want to cancel before July. And if they cancel before July, that you're also equally protected in getting a full refund. And then once you have that conversation with them, you know what? Get their full name, get their email address, and send them a confirming email which does what? Confirms the confirmation you just had, list your reservation number and all the details so that there's a paper trail here so nobody can hide behind anything else when and if that day ever comes when you want that refund. Okay? Uh, 
I'm holding a round-trip ticket on Norwegian from LAX to Madrid that I booked on February 11th. The flights have not yet been canceled, although uh, it, that may happen eventually. My ticket is non-refundable, but their stated policy at this time is that if Norwegian cancels, I can apply for a refund. Well, guess what? Norwegian's canceled. Apply for the refund, okay? I'll be back tomorrow with more of your emails. Remember, it's peter at petergreenberg.com. Get me all the details you can. Tomorrow, I'll post another video answering all the questions you have that go be, uh, deal with refunds or anything else. Hang in there, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. If you like Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.